I just want to say thank you. I have great gratitude for you, and I want very much to have people, other people who are in similar situations, find you. I was lucky. I don't like to argue, so I say nothing and fume for days. How do I set boundaries without sounding like a jerk? I hate the idea that I might accidentally offend somebody, so sometimes I'd just rather say nothing at all. Welcome to the Language Alchemy Podcast, and thank you for joining me today. This is your host, Alejandra Siroca, a transformative communication teacher and coach who's devoted to helping multicultural individuals and couples engaged in personal growth to transform their lives and relationships through conscious communication. In my work, I get to meet fascinating people who invite me into their hearts and their lives and allow me to help them achieve the transformations they seek. Today, in our first episode of 2024, I want to introduce you to a powerful and lovely woman. Her name is Kathy Simon. Kathy has had a 50-year career focused on transformative design. Her award-winning work comprises higher and secondary education, including buildings and institutional master plans. She has reinvented numerous historic structures. In fact, I met someone recently who told me she lives in New Mexico and knew Kathy because Kathy did some work there at the New Mexico Museum. Kathy designed significant waterfront projects and many post-industrial Bay Area waterfront sites, including repurposing the San Francisco Ferry Building. And if you are in San Francisco, I am sure you love the Ferry Building as much as I do. In fact, whenever I go there, I think of Kathy, and that's going to happen forever. <laughs> Kathy has taught architecture at Berkeley and Stanford. In 2015, she was the William A. Bernoulli Architect in Residence at the American Academy of Rome and taught at Stanford and UC Berkeley. Kathy is the author of Occupation Boundary, Art, Architecture, and Culture at the Water published in 2022 by Oro Editions. She is a member of the University of Washington Architectural Commission and the UC Berkeley Design Review Committee. And a few months ago, in 2023, she was awarded the Alumni Award by the Harvard Graduate School of Design. My goodness. Kathy, Happy New Year and welcome to the Language Alchemy Podcast. And Happy New Year, Alejandra. It's so nice to be with you. Yes, and it's such an honor to be with you and to have guided you through this process of language alchemy. So let's start with, how did you hear about language alchemy? I heard about language alchemy through one of my very, very closest friends, Augusta Talbot, who knows you, Alejandra, and has enormous trust and confidence in her work. We know each other very well. She's gotten to know me over the years very, very well also. And she suggested that I talk to Alejandra, which was a great suggestion and <laughs> has been a wonderful, wonderful journey for me. And I assume for the people around me, actually, which who it affects very much. 
immutably. Yes, of course, because when the way we communicate affects not just ourselves, but everybody who we're relating to. And I'm wondering, so you had a suggestion from a dear friend who knows me and what was happening with you that you decided to say to that suggestion, okay, yes, I'm going to talk to this woman, Alejandra. There were a number of reasons. One of them was, it was post-COVID. It was uh, the beginning of 2023. And I had a very, very, you know, kind of a brilliant career and was at a point when I really didn't know what I should be doing. In addition, I was in a very, very long marriage, which was over 50 years, 51 years plus living together. And I felt that the communication between me and my husband was very difficult and poor. I was frustrated. He was frustrated. And it just seemed like a very positive step to actually try to do something about it on my side, which I think has been incredible. Working with you, Alejandro, has been a game changer for me. Not only a game changer, but a life changer, I would say. Hmm. Wow. Thank you, Alejandro. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much, Kathy. And I just love hearing how you have had this brilliant career and you still do. You just published a book last year. I attended one of your lectures, which was beautiful. And you've also had this very long lasting relationship, 50 plus years. And you realized, wait a minute, we are getting frustrated here, especially after the pandemic. I want something different. And you decided to listen to that longing of your heart that you wanted a different kind of relationship with your 50 plus years husband and with life. And also, I I feel that this friend who knew you, Alejandro, was mentioned, is a very, very perceptive, empathetic friend who Mm. loves my husband also and me and my daughter and her kids and husband. So this person has been very much at the heart of who we are as a family. And we've known her since the early 90s, but I actually, and many friends before that, but the fact that she had the generosity and creativity to suggest that I talked to you, Alejandra, was part of her character, I think, very much so. The generosity that this person has toward her friends, toward life, was really inspiring to me. And I decided to take action rather than mm. just sit around and be unhappy. Yeah. And it's yeah. absolutely paid off in the most subtle and comfortable and exciting way. Can you tell us a little bit about how this work that we've done together paid off for you? One of the things that I thought was most interesting about working with you, Alejandro, was this kind of subtlety of it. So we started working together in March last year and basically finished a nine-month period with about two sessions a month for that period of time. And it's, it's not only not painful but it's also joyous and subtle and also hard. I mean, Alejandra, you pointed out some very, very tough things to me 
about the way I was communicating, what I want versus what other people want and how to express that and ways of talking together. It is very interesting because my husband is a writer and a language guy. And Alejandra, you gave me a cup at the very beginning of our work together, which says language alchemy. And that is the cup that he uses every day, which is wonderful. It's kind of a metaphor for, you know, he's getting it subliminally and I'm getting it by having two talks a month. It's so funny. And so what happens in this process is that we begin by just sharing information and then very kind of with generosity and love. Alejandro, you point out to me, this is the way you might think about that. And then talking about Michael, it might be worth listening to him differently. And one of the things I do, because I'm a kind of action-oriented person, I like to make suggestions and I want everything to be better and I want things to kind of be my way. And Alejandra, you showed me what that means in terms of its impact on other people and also how to talk about things that are desired in a very different way with a conversation, with setting the table in a sense for a better outcome. And you've helped me set the table very, very beautifully. Hmm. What also interests me about it is that it takes place over a long period of time. So I think it's subliminal, a lot of it, that you don't really, you don't give homework. It's not like school or anything. It's, It's just a matter of having these conversations. And the way you start with the meditation at the beginning of each session, it addresses the mind, the heart, the gut, the whole sense of self without being didactic. I mean, it's just brilliant. (laughs) (laughs) It's a word you've used many times in our sessions, brilliant. (laughs) Use the word brilliant about you, largely. And (laughs) then I've also used the word love because I think that one of the things that is really important about what you create in this community that you create with another person or two other people, whoever it might be, is a community that is absolutely loving with no feeling of risk about it. These things can be very personal and very uh, sensitive, but you create a safe space for discussions of the most intimate kind. And that is an amazing gift. Thank you. Thank you. It's probably one of the most beautiful things that a client has said to me. And, you know, I use the word client, but I consider you my friend. Of course. And one of my teachers many years ago, and I think I shared this with you, said to me, you cannot really help others unless you love them. Yeah. And I remember at the end of our second session, you said, At the very end, you said, I want you to know that I love you, Alejandra. (laughs) And it was such a tender moment that we usually finished each session telling each other that we loved each other. I think that's a very positive thing. It creates a sense of of absolute uh, trust and security. And, And I think that what's also interesting is 
what you do. When I look back at the kind of the trajectory of this set of conversations, and this is for me, not for maybe everybody, but mm-hmm. there, the way very subtly and slowly you introduce different ideas into this. So it starts out being kind of more general. And then as we go along, you point out different, either particular words, like the word intention was the word actually, which is really interesting, or intention versus agenda. And then as we go along, it becomes clearer that you're on a path that is not just spontaneous. It's actually very, very thought through and studied. And I'm sure that every person that you work with has a different sort of syllabus, as it were. I don't know how you call it, but a different set of actions that lead to a place of comfort, discovery, and empowerment, really. I think empowerment is another thing that you do that's very, very important. And you give people not only a voice, but also a way to use that voice in the most positive and productive way. And productive, I mean, because it's not just being positive. It's not just being, oh, I really, you know, oh, good, whatever. But it's actually productive of a result or a set of results that are substantial, that are concrete, actually, and that actually become internalized. And that's what you and I were talking about the other day, which is that the kind of internalization of ways of thinking of forms of address becomes very much part of what you teach. And you are a teacher. A good teacher. Thank you. Well, because, you know, you talked about you don't go out of the session with homework like in school, but you do end each session with an invitation for some exploration. Yes. Like when we have talked about well, how about you invite Michael to do this in a particular way? Or how about you talk to this person in this other way? Or you ask these questions or you share the impact that something has on you. And then you have been so willing. And that's one of the most beautiful things that we can have together when we're working on transformation and personal growth is the willingness and the openness to explore. You mm-hmm. took this as your laboratory, as your blueprint that you were going to create and build the buildings and look at the edge of water and how things were going to interconnect and and relate to one another. And you took this work and you internalized it your way in a way that was authentic because I didn't teach you a formula. I didn't say... No. Right. When someone says this, you need to say that. I think what's really fascinating about when I use the word homework, homework has a negative connotation. Mm-hmm. And it's as though, okay, it's an assignment. You will be judged on the basis of the homework you do. But these suggestions are incredibly powerful. And and at some point you think, oh, I think maybe I should just try that and see what happens. And <laughs> and you take gulp, take a deep breath and do it. And in fact, what I think is fascinating is the other person 
or people respond that way to it the way you want it. So in a way you're setting up a matrix of a conversation that is really transformative. When you think about the metaphor of water, and you mentioned that just now, but I think what's very fascinating to me about water, I've always lived by the water. I've lived either in New York or San Francisco. I've been to school in Boston. I mean, these are water places and I'm very attracted to them. I've never lived inland. The thing about water, and we think about water, not water we drink so much, but water that surrounds us that like the San Francisco Bay or the ocean, it it's this polysemous thing. It's beautiful. It's incredibly provocative. It's scary. It's turbulent. It's dangerous. It's compelling. It draws people to it, but then it also sweeps them away. So the metaphor of this journey of discovery, water, the ocean or the water, the seam between land and sea is a very good metaphor for what we do because we're dipping our toe in it and what you provide is a way for people to get into it that's safe, but also deals with the potential risk of it. And I think that's giving your clients, friends, whatever you want to call us, the tools to swim Mm -hmm. is just an incredible gift. Yeah, thank you. We have talked about this, about water and how water is one of these elements that's one of the most powerful elements and how sometimes water can very slowly, drip by drip, transform. We have talked in terms of having little conversations when you wanted to have a big shift, for example, in a relationship that has deep-seated dynamics. Instead of having one conversation and expecting that, okay, now everything is going to change, that would be more like fire, right? The quick transformative power of fire. But water transforms drop by drop sometimes. And yes, I love hearing you say that I have created this safe space for you because that's always my intention, to create a space in which you can feel relaxed. And you can feel cared for by me, that you can take the steps, that you have the capacity, you have the power to swim. I'm not going to throw you in the middle of the ocean, (laughs) but but little by little, yes, you are a good swimmer, (laughs) yes. But little by little, I'm going to take you to the depths of the ocean or the depths of you and the depths of relationship. Yes, and I I think that what you always are there with, a lifesaver if somebody needs it. And I'm assuming mm-hmm. that. I mean, I don't think in my case, I don't think that that was necessary, but I do imagine that sometimes when you work with people, it is very different. And oh, yeah. There, there are very many different challenges that you deal with and face. What was interesting to me about one of the things that I thought was pretty interesting about meeting you was it was clear that it was a kind of an interview of me and that you were prepared to say, I don't think that's a good idea to work together or let's do it. 
But I thought that was really cool. You don't just take anybody. You take people you think you can help and Mm -hmm. you can work with and that you like and are interested in. But what you Mm -hmm. do, I would wholeheartedly recommend for somebody who needs to figure out how to talk better, (laughs) basically. Mm -hmm. I mean, how how to use communication skills that we all have for much more positive results for yourself. It's not just talking to other people. It's how you talk about yourself. So for example, I'm this person who, you know, kind of pretty much wants things to be my way. I mean, that you've pointed that out very clearly. And, and now when I'm about to say something to somebody about why don't you such and such, I think maybe I shouldn't say it that way. Or maybe I shouldn't say it at all because mm. but you've you've really helped me put that kind of it's not putting the brakes on it. It's just thinking about how you say what you want to say and how that leads to achieving a kind of in a goal. It could right. be a simple goal. Could be right. I really would like to go out to eat. But there are ways of saying that that are really an invitation or the ways of saying that are a demand. And I think subtly what, you know, I I have this notebook and I wrote, I took notes and Alejandra took much better notes than I did. You did. But, (laughs) but, but, you know, I, I look back at it and, and it just is a journey and a very interesting one. And one I never, I never expected. I didn't know what to expect, but Mm -hmm. I'm, thrilled by the results i'm thrilled by working with you by having this friend who i love and also who i mean i feel as though i can call you anytime if i need to but you've given me just so much Hmm. thank you and tell tell me now when we started this you talked about how in this relationship with your husband there was frustration after the pandemic which was something that so many billions of people were experiencing. How are things now? Is there less frustration? Do you feel more connected? I think it's it's definitely better. My husband is a brilliant guy. He's a poet. And he uh, has struggled with arthritis of his hips. One of the reasons I wanted to work with Alejandro was just because I was so frustrated. And through this process, whatever magic it is, he has <laughs> decided to get them fixed. And it's a hugely liberating thing for both of us and from our daughter and our grandkids, because it means that he has can regain his mobility. And I think that's just a tangible result of the conversations. It's not the only reason that it happened, but it mm-hmm. gave me tools to help guide that and just to give me the kind of courage to not just be frustrated all the time about that particular thing but my relationship with him is better no question yeah i i remember that in the beginning with all his health issues you were concerned about how to talk to him in a way that what would lead to a productive conversation that would lead him to maybe make some changes that he now has made. 
that will contribute to the well-being of your whole family, the relationship with you. You'll be able to go to places together, which is yes. what you want and share your life together like like you've had in the past, but but now with less pain for him, which is what you well, want. It's just been impossible. I feel as though it's just been incredibly helpful to me about how to figure out how to talk to people better. Hmm. And you've been incredibly instructive about that. Not with cracking the whip, but with this with your your just attitude toward life, your your gentleness, your consideration. You're always from the heart, but you also have this incredible mind and you demonstrate that all the time. Thank you. And you also have an incredible mind and such a beautiful, generous heart. During the pandemic, as people were not moving, you decided to move on with a project that you had. And you wrote a beautiful book. Do you want to tell us about your book? Yes, my book is, well, actually, it took a long time. So I retired from my actual everyday working in 2015 and I went to the uh, I was invited to go to the American Academy in Rome for two months which we did and they have various ways that they can invite you you can become a fellow which is for mostly for young people to go for a whole year or you can be a, a distinguished resident which is what I was and you go for really for two months at a time mm. and you live in the academy you're part of the community and that was a great thing for me because it was a very broad-minded uh, world. It's culturally interesting. People are doing all kinds of research about whether it would be about Pompeii or about Rome during Mussolini or whatever, you name it. Or, you know, the Vatican architecture. It's so fascinating. Anyway, so at that point, I had this idea of writing a book about water. And so I sort of got started with that idea there, but it took me forever to write it. I think it's a, it's a pretty interesting book and it also incorporates a number of things that I'm interested in, including urbanism, uh, waterfront cities, but also art and culture. It's not an architectural monograph, which I had no interest mm -hmm. in doing, but it does have a very small exhibit of some of my projects at the very end. Yeah, and I think it's readable. It's it's a beautiful. Yeah, it, it's a beautiful book, and in your book, it's very clear that you have specific values that you brought forth in all your projects, and in how, how you see architecture, how you see the communication and the connection of elements, how you see urbanism, how you see the future people living together and look at the past and who your heroes are. And then you came to this journey of learning to communicate in alignment with your values. <laughs> right. It's one thing to write about it, but it's another thing to be that person. And in, in the real world, in, ter in terms of everyday life, yeah. life beyond. And I, I mean, I think one of the challenges that, we've talked about recently is as friends reach the end of their lives 
mm-hmm. which a number of fr- our friends are are not doing very well on, you know, that's something else, another kind of challenge that we all f- will face or do face or are facing right yeah. now. And certainly when you think about COVID, the people who are lost at COVID, it's amazing to think that. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I think how we think about life is part of also what we talk about a lot, Alejandra. That's true. Yeah. So so many, so many, you know, so much hope, really, I would say. Hmm. Oh, that's lovely. As we come to the end of this conversation, is there anything that maybe I haven't asked you or that you want to ask me or anything that you'd like to, to say? No, I just want to say thank you. And mm. and I have great gratitude for you, and I want very much to have people, other people who are in similar situations, find you. I was lucky. I'm incredibly grateful to my friend who knew you and knows you, and I think we have real gratitude. I really do feel grateful and. I know this is a journey, so it's not over. You know, thank God we're right. still alive. <laughs> but <laughs> yes. I'm sure we'll be in touch. And I just wish you the great 2024. I hope we, this new year could be a little bit better than 2023. I hope so. And yeah. I am so grateful to you. I admire you, Kathy, and I love you so very much. Me too, Alejandra. <laughs> All right. So thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this beautiful, candid conversation with Kathy. And until next week, and as we say in Argentina, ciao, ciao. Ciao, ciao. (laughs) Original music by Gary Lapo. You can find all links in the show notes at languagealchemy.com.